League Evans Mensa on the PM Express and he says his role plus the likelihood or otherwise of a reshuffle uh, before the elections. He's been speaking about that. Monetary evaluation has always been part of every government. It was there with uh, Mills, it was there with Kufour. The only difference is that now there's a ministry set up specifically for that. We review my assessment of what the ministries have done within the uh, confines of the government results framework. This is what cabinet has agreed that we do. As far as I know, in this quarter, this is what this sector is doing. And these are the reasons why I think they're not achieving it. My recommendation is that we need to change this, we need to change that. Cabinet will say, ah, we disagree with you, we agree with you. So we accept some recommendations, and the next quarter we see this improvement. I, I don't go directly to the president. Okay. I, I do it in cabinet. What? So otherwise, it, it's as if I'm, I'm going I'm bypassing. You. When we started, some of my colleagues called me there. IGP of yes, but it's, it's not correct. I'm facilitating the work of my colleagues. My job is not to name and shame. Monitoring and Evaluation Minister Dr. Anthony Akoto saying just before we go, my colleague Becky Dako has what's trending and what people are talking about on social media. Bex? Yeah, MFR, um, a lot of people are talking about the Cape Coast Takradi accident and Kobina Atakaka Forsen says that condolences to the family. I am not surprised at all. Uh, what I witnessed in Ghana whilst on the STC bus was shocking. These VIP uh, drivers drive like Menex. Uh, they overtake in curves by heart with no regard for safety. Uh, Nana Ifua our request says that uh, if we can all work hard on this case of careless driving and prosecute drivers for these kind of driving, uh, it will help us all. Yes. Uh, and catch Becky on Joy Prime, Ewood Bex. Thanks, Becky. Thank and that's so it for the midday news here on Joy 99.7 FM. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Dr. Menzel Tobil has living word. I am MFR Pao. But it's not like I'm nosy. Or go out to find out the latest filler. It's just that I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minute of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found out Coco has a new baby. Oh, and lastly, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So hello. Look who's about to vote with the rich and famous. Enjoy even more value with MTN Free After One. You only pay for the first minute of your call on MTN Free After One. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data to browse your favorite sites. Compare where? Open there. So dial star 315 to sign up. Good day for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I am Michael, and I run the shop just down the road from your house. You know, the one you always come to when you need things like milk, sugar, Gary, and other things. I'm also your cow bank agent with whom you can do all your banking transactions. So the next time you visit my shop to get anything, just remember that you can now open your cow bank snap account right here. Make cash deposits and withdrawals, transfer funds, and also pay your bills easily. All you need to open an account is any valid national ID and your fingerprint. Just look out for your cow bank agents in your neighborhood or look out for any registered cow bank agent sign and enjoy easy banking with cow bank agents banking. Contact us toll free on 0800-500-500 or visit www.cowbank.net for more information. Cow bank-
Bank Agent Banking, your neighborhood bank. There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks, all the hottest tracks, all the live phonies, everything that's going to make you laugh and put your mood right on a Friday. The Weekend Warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black. 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the Weekend Warmer. Weekend Warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, Weekend Warmer with DJ Black on Joy FM. This Wednesday on the Joy Business Van, we are to Pasare near Adorso in the Eastern region to visit Ghana's biggest automated poultry farm, Aqua Farms. So because we are using the technology, feeding them, you don't use our hand to feed them. Cleaning the room, the manure, removal system, take out. We don't give them water because of the automated water system. They drink the water themselves through the nipple. So taking care of them is so easy. We'll hear more about the investment made in the 40,000 bed equipment, which ensures very minimal contact of bears with humans, prevents outbreak of diseases, and helps with the production of quality eggs. Every two hours, you can pack 1,003. So eight hours, you could end up with 10,000. Reviving Ghana's alien poultry industry, Acro Farms on the Joy Business Van, this Wednesday on TV, radio, online and on ground. It is powered by Joy Business and supported by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Joy 99.7 FM hope to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensa otobiel and now today's word well last week i started a series on uh, perfection pursuing perfection i did part one last week <laughs> And uh, I will do the part two today. In part one, we looked at the fact that perfection is a lifelong quest. It is attained through Christ and it is the believer's upward call. The believer's upward call. We also looked at the past tense of our salvation the present tense of our salvation, the future tense, that our salvation uh, started at the cross of Calvary where Christ paid for our sins and when we believe in what Christ did for us, we receive salvation for our spirits instantaneously. But salvation is also a present continuous, it's a process. And we work out, not work for our salvation, but work out our salvation with fear and trembling. God is renewing us daily 
there is also a future tense of our salvation. We also talked about the fact that when we are saved legally, de jure, we are saved. But we have to also receive de facto that which God has blessed us with. The present tense of our salvation is instantaneous, but there is a continuous process that God is working in us. Today I'm going to take off from where we left off last week and we're going to start from Galatians chapter 4 verses 1 to 3. Galatians chapter 4 verses 1 to 3. And I will read the word of God. It says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards, until the time appointed by the Father. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. It's a very interesting passage of scripture that Paul writes to the church in Galatia. The church in Galatia is not a Jewish church, it is a Gentile church. But God, Paul is using what happened to the Jews to speak to the church in Galatia. And in the immediate sense, God uses, uh, Paul is using this analogy to describe the conditions of the Jews under the law. But he's using an analogy that also talks generally about our Christian life. And I'm going to break down that verse for us in the context of of pursuing perfection. There are several people mentioned in that passage and I'm going to just look at four of them. The first that Paul mentions is the heir. The heir. The heir is one who is entitled by law to inherit an estate. In the days of Paul as well as in our days People become heirs when an inheritance passes on to them. When you pass on an inheritance to a person, the person who is receiving the inheritance becomes the heir. If your father passes on an inheritance to you, you who receive it, you are the heir. The heir does not generate an inheritance for himself. He doesn't work for it. The heir only receives the inheritance. The father or the one who is the benefactor gives out the heir. He works and in, in this case probably work all his life maybe for 50 years and then puts in his will that when he is not there X, Y, Z goes to B. So the heir does not labor for his inheritance. The heir receives 
the inheritance. I want you to know that carefully. The heir. Then Paul says something about the heir. uh, That the heir legally is the master. The heir is the master or is supposed to be the master. The master is the one who exercises authority and ownership. The heir is legally the master or supposed to be the master of the inheritance that belongs to him. So when a person inherits a property that is willed to him, he is recognized as the rightful owner. The heir is the master of the property. So if for example your father had a lot of houses and he willed that to you, he dies, you are the heir, you become the master of those properties. The heir is the master. Everybody say the heir is the master. Say it one more time. Say the heir is the master. Well, but Paul says in this passage that although the heir is the master of all, there are conditions that can prevent the heir from being the master. So he says the heir, as long as he's a child. So that introduces us to the third personality, the child. The child. The child there refers to one who is immature, untaught, and unskilled. When the heir does not have the maturity and the knowledge to take possession of his inheritance, his inheritance will be entrusted to another, to tutors and governors or guardians and stewards. One watches over his body, the other watches over his property. So if the heir who is a master is a child, The Bible says that that child who is immature will not be able to inherit his property. Although legally he is the heir, but he cannot inherit. And the reason why he cannot is because he is a child. The question is, the heir, is he a child of the father? Yes. Is the heir... Legally entitled? Yes. Does the heir have the father's name? Yes. Now, if he's the father's legal child, he has the father's name, and he's legally entitled, why can he not possess his inheritance? Because the heir is a child. And he's not just a child because he's small. He's a child because he's unskilled, he's untaught, and he is immature. So, possessing the inheritance is not only about legally having a right to it, it is also having the knowledge to take possession of the property. It has nothing to do with the legality, it has to do with maturity. And by the way, in the Greek, the word mature is the same word uh, when we bring it in English as perfection. So when the Bible says be perfect, it means be mature. 
grow into perfection. The heir, if he's going to enjoy his inheritance, has to be perfected, has to be mature. And if he's a child, the Bible says something else about what happens. If the heir is a child, the Bible says he's no different from a slave. He's no different from a slave. That's interesting. A person who is a master is no different from a slave. A slave is one who is legally owned by another. So instead of the heir having ownership, the heir is owned. Instead of the heir possessing what is his, someone else possesses it. So there are heirs who live like slaves. And that happens when the heir is a child. Well, the scripture says that we are heirs of God. That's something I'm going to teach on later. But let me just bring it in. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So I am an heir of God. Joint heirs with Christ. Whatever Christ willed for me is mine. And by the way, the word testament simply means a will. The New Testament means the new will. The Old Testament is the old will. When Christ died, he wrote a new will for us. And he wrote it and signed it in his blood. And I became the heir. But the Bible says that the heir, as long as he is a child, is like a slave. So much has been willed to me. Salvation, righteousness, holiness, purity, power, victory, prosperity, healing, abundance has all been willed to me by Christ. But the heir, as long as he is a child, is like a slave. So, what qualifies you to enjoy your inheritance is not the fact that you have a will to your name. What qualifies you is that you are no longer a child. And when you look at the third verse, Paul says something very interesting. Just look at the third verse again, Galatians chapter 4 verse 3. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Now, I want you to note that phrase, elements of the world. Elements of the world. When, when a, an heir is a child... That heir is under the elements of the world. Although he's a master, he's under the elements of the world. The question is, what are the elements of the world that the heir can be under? He's a master. He has an inheritance. Jesus has died for him. God has given him healing. God has given him prosperity. God has given him righteousness. God has given him power. But he's under bondage to the elements of the world. So what does it mean? What do the elements of the world mean? It means three things. Number one, 
the elements of the world means the normal rules of nature. 